Hello, and welcome to the Killer Cuties Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Cassidy, and I've seen almost every horror movie out there. And I'm KD, and I've seen almost none of them. So join us each week as I attempt to make a horror fan out of KD. As a warning, we will be discussing spoilers and some uncomfortable topics that may be in the plots. So feel free to check out the film on DoesTheDogDie.com first to check for any triggers before listening. Today, we're going to be talking about Drew Goddard's directorial debut, 2012's comedy horror, The Cabin in the Woods. Let's get spooky. Um, so <laughs> last week, <laughs> I was adamant that it was a pen and not a pen light. It, it was a pen light. <laughs> um, and so I'm a big enough man <laughs> to admit <laughs> when I'm wrong. And what I've learned from this is that no matter how many times I've seen a movie, I should still probably rewatch it before we record these episodes. <laughs> so that's Correct. my apology. This is my corrections corner apology. <laughs> yes. And apology now, Thank you. And now Katie can kick us off with a summary. <laughs> thank you so much. Um, so Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> Movie starts with a team of engineers discussing the beginning of a mysterious ritual. Meanwhile, a group of college students named Dana, Kurt, Jules, Holden, and Marty get ready for an RV trip to Kurt's cousin's cabin in the woods. The engineers from the beginning of the movie are actually manipulating the students and their environment to get them to perform certain actions in and around the cabin. All the students come across unique ritualistic objects in the basement, uh, and Dana ends up reading some Latin from a diary out loud, which awakens a nearby family of zombies. The engineers release pheromones into the woods to encourage Kurt and Jules to have sex, which they do, only to be caught by the zombies. Jules is killed while Kurt escapes back to the cabin. Marty, the resident stoner of the group, discovers some hidden cameras inside and then is also presumably killed by a zombie. Throughout this, we learn that the experiment is set in the United States while there are similar experiments happening in Japan, Sweden, and other countries, which have all failed, and that America's experiment is humanity's last hope. The remaining surviving students try to escape in the RV, but the tunnel that led them to the cabin collapses at the request of the engineers. Kurt then tries to escape by jumping a cliff using a motorcycle, but runs into a force field and dies. Then Holden is killed by a zombie, leaving Justina alive. At this point, the Americans celebrate because, quote, the virgin doesn't have to die in order for the right to be a success. But their celebration is early because Marty arrives just in time to save Dana from a zombie and escape into an elevator together disguised as a grave. In the elevator, Dana and Marty discover hundreds of unique monsters, and they set them free in an attempt to escape. It's during this time that they hear from the director, played by Sigourney Weaver, who explains to them that there needs to be sacrifices of five slasher movie archetypes. The whore, Jules, the athlete, Kurt, the scholar, Holden, the fool, Marty, and the virgin, Dana, in order to appease the ancient ones, which is a group of underground gods. The director urges Dana to kill Marty to complete the ritual and spare humanity. However, after some struggle, Dana and Marty overpower the director and decide that humanity isn't worth saving. They share a joint as the ground collapses and the gods rise. My... <laughs> My favorite fun fact about this movie is that at a very early screening of it, um, the first question that was asked after was, will there be a sequel? <laughs> and Drew Goddard, the director, was like, have you seen the movie? <laughs> like, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I mean, there could be like a prequel. I would love a prequel. Yeah. I would but too. it would kind of like... Or like I guess you wouldn't know if it, I, I guess if it was the same situation where it was like always America, but they even say that Japan's never failed. So you would know that like, A, you know that, you know, the sacrifice succeeds somewhere, even if it's not here, but. Yeah. 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 It would be fun to do like the Japanese failure or the Stockholm failure or like as a like a movie in tandem with this movie. Oh yeah. Like a What would you even call that if it's if it's like a it's not a prequel or a sequel. It's the same. You could call it's the it same timeline. <laughs> you could call it Japan, a cabin in the woods story. 
Okay, glass onion. (laughs) (laughs) A glass onion story. (laughs) Knives out. (laughs) Oh, that's what I meant. (laughs) You knew what I meant. Yeah. Um... I do think they did they they did a good job of explaining like the system that they have for sacrifices as much as possible because obviously they can't like launch into it without it feeling like really expositiony. Um yeah. but I still kind of wish I knew more because it seems like like from what the director says like it's different in every country and like every culture and it changes over time. So I would be interested in seeing like what the prerequisites are for other countries and stuff because obviously like Japan seemed very different than us. It was a bunch of school children. So <laughs> I don't think yeah. they had a horror <laughs> that seems like probably not the same type of sacrifice that uh that they're doing. Yeah. They even said, like, how hard is it to kill a bunch of nine-year-olds? <laughs> Overall, what did you feel about it? Um, I liked it. I um, it was yet another romp. It what it is a romp, isn't it? I was nervous. I'm glad I we we told you beforehand that it was a comedy because I would be scared if you went in thinking it wasn't. Um, I th- I'm pretty confident I would have picked it up. It would be. I don't know when. It would be but... wild if you didn't. Um. <laughs> yeah. Um, at some point during the day watching this, I snapchatted you and i said fuck i just spoiled this movie for myself like the one good part i just spoiled and literally all you replied was the word idiot yeah because i tell you every time not to read anything and here you go getting on wikipedia finding out that your girl sigourney weaver i'm assuming that's the part you spoiled was in it yep (laughs) yep i was just gonna ask you like do you know what part i know exactly what part (laughs) no it was because the the zombie with one arm, mm-hmm. I swear, is Mackenzie Foy no. from Breaking Dawn, which you've never seen. It's not Mackenzie Foy, but I was like, oh my God, that has to be Mackenzie Foy. So I looked it up and it was like, the cast of Cabin in the Woods, top build, Sigourney Weaver. Like, oh my God. <laughs> the director. Like, yeah. okay. No, that's actually uh, Joe Del Ferland who plays Patience Buckner. And she is kind of a little scream queen herself. She was in. She, what else? Wait for it. Silent Hill. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. was she the daughter? Yeah, she plays uh, that in Alessia, like the two. Was it Sharon and yeah. Alessia or whatever? Um, yeah, she was in that. She was in The Messenger. She was in Case 39. She's been in a lot. All on her list. Katie hasn't seen those ones yet. But I'm pretty sure she was in Twilight. Really? Who did she play? Let me look it up because I've never seen Twilight. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Twilight. Okay, hold on. Googling. Bree? Bree Tanner? It says That's Brie. played by Mackenzie Foy. Um, do you, are you sure? <laughs> I thought, oh, wait, maybe I'm dumb. Wait, I'm dumb. Mackenzie Foy is the is the daughter. Brie Tanner is the vampire. Oh, okay. I was like, I'm just reading off of what the Google is telling me. Yeah. I've never seen it, so I don't know. So I was right, sort of. I was just think I was just googling the wrong character. Got it. Okay, that was see, my dad. there we go. You were you were right all the way. Yeah, they. Sh- she did such a great job acting in the Twilight series that they wrote a fucking book about her character. Mm-hmm. People did great jobs acting in Twilight? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You would know <laughs> if you watched. That That also might not be the appropriate characterization of why that book was written, but I'm pretty sure that's why it was written. I don't, yeah, I don't listen. I would love to watch Twilight. I think I would love to be as high as Marty is in this movie while watching them. Um, yes, because they seem like a blast. They are. I bet nothing cures and simultaneously begins a depressive episode quite like watching all of the Twilight movies. 
like maybe some nice fresh air, <laughs> well, a vegetable or two, maybe <laughs> a vegetable. Yeah, don't you just water, feel better maybe. about yourself when you like eat a vegetable, like yeah, a raw one, like a raw carrot, and you're like, yeah, this is how I'm supposed to be living. <laughs> yeah, like that. That okay? Well, I can't eat carrots anymore without thinking about fingers, though. So they say that it takes the same amount of power yeah. to cut through a carrot with your teeth that it would a finger. Mm-hmm. So now I can't eat carrots. Okay. I can. Of fingers. <laughs> oh my God. Must be nice. Thanks. Um, <laughs> anyways, back to Capitol. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Okay. What did you think of it? Oh, I fucking love this movie. Yeah, I figured you would. Yeah, it, I, yeah, it's great. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. But uh, what's your favorite thing about it? It's brilliant. What? It's brilliant. That's your favorite thing about it? Is just that yeah. it's brilliant? It's brilliant. Yeah. What? Like, what an incredible take on the horror genre that it's all just like. It's it because a okay it's it's similar to Scream in that it is a horror movie making fun of horror movies right it's yeah, one of the absolutely. reasons why I love it um, yeah so it's got a great sense of humor the whole merman plot is incredible <laughs> true um you really can't beat the scenes with like the fucking monsters breaking in at the end like it, it's just like and it's so much fun to watch it is yeah I agree I agree. Um, I will say that kind of like, uh, saw halfway through the movie, I was like, oh my God, is this not fucking over? Oh, it felt like a really, really long movie. I don't know why, but I think, yeah. Like in a bad way? Yeah. Not in a great way. I think that's what like docks at points is that it just felt like a really long drawn out movie. Hmm. But that's not to say I wasn't enjoying it. Yeah. I don't mind the pacing. I think like it, I, I don't know. I feel like it feels like an hour and a half. It just felt like a really long movie to me. I don't know why. I mean, that's fair. Well, I think, uh, okay. So, uh, Fran Kranz who plays Marty, the stoner. Mm-hmm. Apparently just fucking jacked. Incredibly, they the writers called him or said that he was ripped like muscular Jesus. <laughs> and so, what? yeah, and so when they're like all swimming at the lake, that's why he doesn't swim with them. Like, he stays on the dock with his clothes on because they were like, You can't take your shirt off and look better than Chris Hemsworth, who's playing the jock. Like, that's not gonna work. So, you have to True. stay clothes. They put him in like all baggy clothes and layers because they were like, You can't look like that. <laughs> That is so funny. And it's funny that you bring up that scene too, because watching that scene, like Chris Hemsworth's character was so endearing to me. Like I'm not that girl. Like I'm not the girl that falls for the jock, like, which is totally fine if you do, but I'm not that girl. Sorry to my husband, but like, it was just so cute. Like what's that in the water? What's that? It looks just like my girlfriend. And then he pushes her in. That made me fucking laugh. Yeah. Guffaw. You guffawed. I guffawed. I was like, wow, this man's really attractive. He's funny. He's brave. But I think, so to your point, he wasn't really a jock. Like that was kind of the point was that they made them into these archetypes instead of them actually being with it, which I think is like really clear at the beginning when Dana's like deciding which book to bring like for her homework on the trip. And he knows exactly which book is better for the courses she's taking. Like, he's not yes. just some dumb jock. He actually is, like, an intellectual and a kind, loving boyfriend and a good friend. And that's why, like, Marty was so confused when he's like, why is he acting like this? Like, he never acts like this alpha male bullshit. Like, that's not him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the other, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Holden. Holden. Holden was the sporty guy. He was the one that had, like, the best hands in the West or whatever they said. Right. Um, so maybe that's the whole reason the experiment failed is because they switched their, they switched their guys. Yeah. And they didn't, um, 
Think about Marty's weed interacting with the drugs. <laughs> that also. <laughs> he also, the Wild. actor also had to go to like stoner camp. Like he had to, to do like, like training to be a stoner. He had to learn how to like roll joints properly. <laughs> and, like, and the, the fucking coffee thermos bong that he had fully functional as both a coffee mug and a bong they it cost them like five thousand dollars to make it oh my god i want it i want to go to stoner camp i honestly i want that like coffee bong thing i don't even drink coffee i probably don't even smoke weed once a year but like i want it i want it (laughs) yeah it's like the perfect memorabilia from the movie like Oh, if I was an actor on, if I was playing Marty, you bet your ass I'd be trying to steal that offset. <laughs> I wonder if he did. I hope he did. Or at least like bought it. I'd be like, I'll give you 2K for it. <laughs> yeah, you know, just dock 2K from my, yeah, from, from my from paycheck. The pay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's funny. Yeah. Um, I never thought, I never even considered it being functional. Oh, I know. I was like propped, but. No. Fully functional. Wild. Did uh did Sigourney Weaver being there as part of the, the cast do anything for you? Like or was that just like, oh yeah, it's Sigourney Weaver? Uh so I knew because she speaks over the intercom when they're in the thing. And I immediately Correct. recognized her voice. Yeah, of course. So, like, her reveal, like, I wasn't, like, like, at that point, I was, like, Sigourney Weaver's in this? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what I mean. Like, when you realized it was her. Yeah, it was kind of fun. Like, it was definitely, like, a fun cameo. I appreciated it. Yeah. It wasn't supposed to be her. Who was it supposed to be? Their first choice was Bruce Campbell, who plays Ash in The Evil Dead. Yeah. 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 You haven't seen that yet, but you know Ash because he's in Dead I by Daylight. <laughs> yes. And I had a boss that was fucking obsessed with Bruce Campbell. Really? Like any Comic-Con that he was ever at, he would fly to. He seems like a really nice guy from, from like every interaction I've heard from him. He seems like mm-hmm. genuinely very kind to fans all the time. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was first choice. Sigourney Weaver was second. And uh if Sigourney Weaver had said no, they were going to try for Jamie Lee Curtis. So. <laughs> You're telling me that it could have been Jamie Lee Curtis. It could have been. Oh, my God. Oh, no. That's almost, like, hard to compare. Like, it, like, who's better? Like, you win either way. Yeah. Sigourney Weaver said yes because she wanted to be in a movie with a werewolf. Okay. <laughs> Which I think is the best reason to say yes to a movie ever. Honestly, love it. She's in it for 45 seconds, but that werewolf's there too, so worth it. Yep, yep. Well, Uh, love it. Yeah. Um, If she hadn't appeared on screen, she would have basically, in Finding Dory, reprised her role of this movie as the speaker. Oh, I've never seen Finding yeah. Dory. Ugh. She just plays like the voice of the aquarium. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Just a little voiceover action. I like it. Yeah. You know what was a more um <laughs> You're gonna hate me. A, <laughs> a more exciting cameo for me personally. <laughs> what? Um Tom Lank. Plays Ronald the intern. <laughs> who? I yeah. know who Ronald is. So Ronald the intern. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was in Buffy. The Vampires. Oh. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen Buffy yet. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. But also the end of this movie with like all the monsters being released and killing the staff that was holding them. Literally an episode of Buffy as well. So. Very clear that really? Joss Whedon helped write this movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, by the way, I would like to go on record right here, right now, and say that uh, Joss Whedon was a writer and producer on this. Uh, and I think it's important to say that Joss Whedon is a terrible person. No one here is denying that. He's a bad dude. 
Uh, and I hate it. I hate that I like some of his content. And I definitely didn't watch this movie illegal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it definitely tarnishes things a little that I love when they're made by people who suck. Um, can relate. <laughs> I think literally everyone on Earth can relate at this point. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, there aren't a whole lot of good people. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, what did Joss Whedon do? I didn't know that he was a terrible person. Oh, you didn't know? You hadn't heard? Nope. Uh, no, I just kind of <laughs> let you take your little soapbox, and now you have to explain. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they call me the celebrity ruiner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's honestly not far from the truth. No, it's not. People are like, I love this actor. And I'm like, did you know that they killed someone? <laughs> and everybody's like, all right. Mood's ruined. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, tell me about Joss Whedon. Uh, he didn't kill anyone, to my knowledge. But <laughs> he was just super abusive. Like, basically every actor that's ever worked with him has said that he's incredibly rude and very abusive towards the cast and he was super super sexist he like fired someone because they got pregnant and like basically was like oh are you gonna keep it like yeah 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 um yeah just the you you can literally go online and read about basically the entire cast of Buffy uh uh there was like it, it really blew up when um oh I'm gonna have to google his name the guy who was in the Justice League um basically came out and was like he was super racist and that was why like he dropped out let me look up his name hold on because that's important ray fisher um yeah ray fisher was basically in one of the dcu movies and i think he ended up leaving too because it was just like like dude this guy's a fucking asshole and then like basically everyone on buffy was like no yeah he is (laughs) like it's not Yep. So, well, hate that guy. Yeah, I like to honestly like. It's just wild to me when someone's like super like, because Buffy came out in the nineties, and like, Buffy does not feel like something made by someone who's like super sexist. So like, ah. <laughs> It's like, how are you that progressive with like your writing, but then like treat people like shit? Like, I don't understand. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Gross. Glad we got that out of the way. Me too. Yeah. What else? What else? Um. Well, I guess how scary did you think it was? Mm, like a one, one point five. I'm starting to realize that I'm very impacted by the tone of movies. Like, if it has a light, funny tone to it, I'm just not... The scares don't land at all for me because... I'm like, oh my god, it's a merman. Like, I don't... (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. So probably like a Uh, one. (laughs) I agree. I gave it a 1.5, though, um, just because there were a few jump scares. Yeah, for sure. I think a 1.5 is fair. Yeah. Um, but no, like to your point, um, it's always not very scary to me. It was a little, I mean, it was supposed to be dark, I guess, but I thought it was kind of funny and like cheeky. Okay, first of all, thank you. Because when I tell people that there are jokes in Saw, they get mad at me. <laughs> and there I'm are. like, there are literal, j- Adam is hilarious. Are you joking? <laughs> Well, I wouldn't go that far. Okay. Hilarious is a strong word. That's. I think if me and Adam hung out, we'd be friends. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yes, of course you would. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Whatever helps you sleep at night. Of course he would. Thank you. Um. But oh. no, no. I. The tone. The tone. The menu. Saw. Scream. Not scary. Yeah. I think once once it's like in a silly goofy mood, I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. you can throw anything at me. People can yeah. like be getting torn apart by a flying purple people eater, which there is one in this movie, and I'll just be like, lol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just 
little bit of comic relief. Not scary. Nope. What about sexy, though? I struggle between four and a half and five. Like, I want to reserve the five for the absolute horniest movie I've ever seen in my life. This movie was probably four and a half. Oh, did I? That makes sense. I feel like you gave Alien a five. Maybe it was a four and a half. I don't remember. It was high. Yeah. Okay, you said four and a half? That's what you said? Four and a half, then. Yeah. And they were like shooting pheromones. They were like naked people. There was titties. All right. It's a pretty sexy movie. Sure. Yeah. What? (laughs) And there was every kind of monster you could possibly want to have sex with was in this movie also. Yeah. I'll be honest. When the monsters were happening, I wasn't thinking about having sex with them. If I went into it with that mindset, maybe my score would have been higher. Okay, well, I'm not going to tell you what mindset I went into it with, but I think whatever. we all know what mindset you went into. <laughs> Ari, um, what can I do? I gave it a two and a half. Okay. I think the, there's some sexiness in it. They purposely put in a sex scene for it to be like, you know, but it was abruptly interrupted by her getting her hand stabbed. So kind of dropped it down a little bit uh jesse williams a plus to look at um love jesse williams and uh, gray's anatomy gorgeous man um and then you know marty has a little special place in my heart i'll be honest (laughs) yeah yeah um i agree yeah i agree completely um except i agree twice as much as you do not fully Almost twice as much. Almost twice as much. 4.5. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sexy movie. I don't know what to tell you. It was a sexy movie. It gave Katie a husband's bulge. <laughs> oh, my God. You're not wrong. <laughs> that That is probably what made me laugh the most. Oh, yeah. The, when, when Marty just, like, walks by them making out and it's just like, he's got a husband's bulge. Like, he's that was yep. so good. Classic. <laughs> Loved that. That was a good one. Yep. All right. Fucked up. Mm. Like a one and a half. Like whatever. It's too funny to be fucked up. Like, yeah, people are getting fucked, but like <laughs> funny fucked, you know? Yeah. I also gave it a one and a half. I feel like oh. because there's so much like blood and gore and monsters and like all that, like it would be rude to give it a one it's not a one like there is gore in it but also to your point it's a romp yeah (laughs) there was nothing really like cringy there was nothing like uncomfortable it was just like standard gore people are dying people are getting eaten by shit like been there done that yeah so regular, you know, regular Tuesday at work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> um. Well. Yeah. No, it wasn't really fucked up. Yeah. I will say though that the the I guess we already said this, but like the concept itself. Yeah. Is is a little bit fucked up. Like having to sacrifice people is always not like an ideal yeah. situation. But um. Whatever. I think, like, if I wrote on paper some of the things that happened in this movie, someone might read it and be like, that's really fucked up. Like, if it didn't have the tone. Like, if I was like, oh, they take a bear trap and stick it in the back of someone's back and drag them with it and decapitate her and then throw her head into her friend's hands. All of that sounds like it would be a four out of five. (laughs) But when it's put in the context of a fun, sexy romp... Yes. It's a one and a half. Yep. (laughs) So the biggest takeaway from this film is that the tone of a horror movie makes the movie. Like, it really does. 100%. Definitely impacts how scary and or fucked up I think it is. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, We don't have a, a funny category. 
And I feel like even movies that aren't intended to be funny have been a little bit funny. Yeah. We start ranking how funny movies are. Um, sure. We don't have to. I sprung this on you in the middle of recording. <laughs> you know what? I'm fine with doing that. If that's if you feel like we should start ranking it like that, I'm in. Okay, so at the same time, because I don't want either of our our numbers to be influenced by the other because we haven't had a chance to think about this. Oh, okay. Um, at the same time, we're going to say how funny it is? Yes. Okay. Yep. Wait, let me think, though. Me too. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Okay, ready? Wait, do we, do we say it on three or do we say it on go? <laughs> well, if we're saying three, then we should probably say it right after three, right? Correct. Okay, ready? So one, two, three, score. Correct. Okay, ready? Okay. Okay, right. ready? <laughs> one, two, two, three. Stop laughing. No, 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 no. Start over. I can't. I can't with you. Okay, okay ready? Do you want to one. You do the countdown? Why? Okay. One, two, three, four. two and a half. What? What the fuck is wrong with you? you Why did you say two? it after I said two and a half? I, I, had, I was trying to say it as you said it, but I got nervous because I was laughing. Oh I still God. didn't influence you. Not even a little bit. You only thought it was a two and a half? I think this movie's hilarious. Yeah, it was a funny movie, but it wasn't like. A fucking funny movie. But it's not gonna be. You know? It's a horror movie. Why can't there why can't it be both? Um There are both. There are movies that are both. Like an actual I think this comedy. One's both. This one's more horror. Mm, okay. What's what's a movie that's that's both? I haven't seen one yet. So probably how do Shaun you know of the Dead. They're out there. <laughs> Shaun of the Dead? Shaun of the Dead's pretty funny. <laughs> okay. Funnier than this movie? Um. It's been a while since I've seen it. I feel like I'd have to rewatch okay. to like to accurately We will. You know, do it. Yeah, that's okay. But I left room for that. A four leaves room for a funnier movie. Oh, does it two and a half? At least a lot of room for. <laughs> <laughs> what would you have rated the menu? <laughs> like a three point five four. That movie was also really. Funny. I was laughing out loud at parts of that movie. That movie was so no. funny. I mean, I did too, but you only didn't in like two parts. It. You didn't. You didn't understand it. Okay. <laughs> It's the yeah, least girly really thing didn't. about you, to be honest. <laughs> I didn't understand the menu. Too above my head. Which is, Way I don't think it was. It was too below my head then. Yeah. I don't know. I think you I were. I was trying to use big brain. You were overthinking that movie. <laughs> yeah, I really was. I wanted there to be some sort of like hidden meeting and there really wasn't. It was just a silly, no. goofy time. Well, I mean, there was a meaning to it. Well, Eat the Rich is pretty straightforward. Yeah. I was trying to I was trying to read deeper into it. I'm sorry that happened to you. No, you are. <laughs> All right. Overall, what did you think? Three and a half. All right. Solid rating. Yeah, I liked watching it. Yeah. How about you? Well, what? Why? That's it. That was well, your rating. Three and a half. I liked watching three it. Three and a half. I liked watching it. <laughs> yep. What else do you need to know? I don't um, know. No. <laughs> Why? Um, what caused it to not be higher or lower? So, I, I mean, I already told you all these things. I thought that the pacing was just kind of funky. Mm -hmm. Like, the, the, like, what could have been the climax of the movie when, you know, the Americans are celebrating was like 45 minutes into an hour and 40 minute long movie, which just completely threw me off. Um, I was ready for it to be over. I thought it like it had a good, like it was already a movie. I don't know. I don't, think I don't know. That's I, accurate though, because the first kill doesn't even happen until 44 minutes in. So I feel like you. 
Are how we gonna long, have one of these how again? Long did you think the ending sequence was? <laughs> um, they were celebrating halfway through the movie. Was it halfway? I think so. I'm almost positive that like the first kill doesn't happen until. I'm looking. I'm looking. Me too. Me too. We're looking. We're looking. A full One 44 minutes elapses before the movie's first kill. Well, so... hold on. I didn't disagree with you. You kind of did. <laughs> no, I said that. I said that everybody was dead halfway through the movie. Well, we thought everybody was dead halfway through the movie. Mm, if the first pause, kill happened pause, at 44 pause. minutes and the movie so, is an hour 35 minutes, they're celebrating at an hour and one minute. Okay. So there's still 40 minutes left of the movie. No, there's, it's only an hour 35. Okay, there's 35 minutes left in the movie. Okay, but 60 know. minutes is done. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I was just high or something. Mm. But I wasn't. You were martying around but... too hard. <laughs> yep. Uh, no, but no, I, I don't know. So, something about the, the pacing of the movie bothered me. Um, and it wasn't as funny as I wanted it to be. I was so ready for it to be funnier. That's so sad to me. I don't think that you and horror comedies go together. I just don't think we've found the right one yet. I think you want like a movie. What's the funniest movie you've ever seen? And if you say good luck, Chuck, I swear to God, I will book a flight to Phoenix. At- <laughs> Is not the funniest movie I've ever seen. It's my favorite rom com. There's a difference. Okay, so what's your favorite comedy? Funniest movie I've ever seen. I mean, the, uh, I'm not going to judge you. By the way, I'm just going to use. Yes, it as you an, fucking are. I might, depending on what comes out of your mouth, but <laughs> I'm just going to use it as a reference. I mean, uh, fuck. Okay, so the movie that I remember laughing the hardest at and, like, coming away from it, like, oh, my God, that movie was really fucking funny, is Bridesmaids. Okay. Solid comedy. I think you want a horror movie to be as funny as Bridesmaids, and that's never going to happen in in horror. Well, why not? (laughs) Because it still has to be horror. It can still be horror. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think you read comedy the same way in a comedy as you do in horror. Okay. <laughs> Setting the scene. Yeah. Setting the scene. Okay. Two women are fighting. Yep. One woman is walking away and she this is a comedy movie, by the way. And she gets hit by a bus. You see blood, guts everywhere. She's decapitated. Her scalp is on the ground. Like, she, she's just like, it's blood, guts everywhere. Cut to the scene of Katie Heron visiting Gretchen Wiener. Not Gretchen Wieners. You know who I'm talking about. Regina in the hospital. George. Regina George in the hospital apologizing. Yeah. And Regina's eating. But the problem Regina, is. You know is what that I mean? Like, just. The, pr- the problem is, is that in horror movies, there have to be moments of real consequence and like in order for it to be scary so like it it can't be like a true comedy film where the whole thing can just have that same tone and be like laugh after laugh after laugh because there still have to be those moments of horror plot to to make it have horror consequences Horror consequences can be funny. They can be. Okay, somebody's somebody's <laughs> not, I mean I'm sad because if anybody has watched a funny horror movie, like a really funny horror movie, it would be you. Yeah, I have. And I mean like a comedy horror movie, like a real like a comedy, like a funny 
the the mo okay yeah i have like i was the funniest horror movie like your answer is gonna be dumb no i was gonna be like in my mind you're like a truly funny horror movie a truly funny horror movie. i think what we do in the shadows is one of the funniest horror movies is that a vampire movie yeah (laughs) and that's the one that's there's a show yeah the show's fucking funny. But the thing is, is that what we do in the shadows was written more as a comedy than a horror. Like, there's really not a lot of horror elements to what we do in the shadows. It's just about vampires. Is that so much to ask? For every horror movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well then, I guess I won't ask. <laughs> Anyways, since you're never going to ask, I gave it overall. Yeah, so- <laughs> I did. I asked a long ass time ago. And then you were like, well, explain yourself first. You're not going to explain yourself. That's then I had to explain myself. <laughs> what did you give it? I gave it a four and a half. Okay. I think this movie is brilliant. It's a smart take on the genre. It's funny. It's an absolute blast to watch. And I love the references to other horror movies throughout this whole thing. I'm going to go through some of them. You're probably not going to understand any of them. Okay, the camper they try to leave in, reference to The Hills Have Eyes. The other country's sacrifice attempts have nods to The Ring, King Kong, The Thing. Uh, Monsters have references. I knew about all those. Yeah, monsters that you see have references to The Evil Dead, Hellraiser, Strangers, It. I, I think even The Shining. Like, I fucking appreciate that shit so hard. Yeah, I think it shows, like, two twins when it, like, uh, backs up if you know anything about the shining um and Dude, also you'll know this one in the shot where it zooms out and it shows all of the monsters in there you can see the tank which boomer and hunter from the left for dead video game series <laughs> oh. so there are tons of horror references in this movie that i think are really fun and obviously like I think if once you see all of those, you might appreciate that a little bit more. But, oh my gosh, there's so many references to other horror movies. And I think that's fun because, again, this is a very self-aware kind of satirical movie where it's making fun of horror movies while still being a horror movie. And that's my favorite fucking thing. When it's done yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I noticed Hellraiser. That one was a really easy one because it was like the puzzle box and he had like chains and shit all over him. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that might have been the only one I noticed, really. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. And it had a flying but purple no. people eater. <laughs> Wasn't it the bat? No, it's like when all the monsters come out. I think it's the first round. There's just like a flying purple monster eating someone. <laughs> Aw. I didn't even notice. Yeah, it's good. Well. I feel I've seen this movie quite a few times, so like, yeah, you gotta learn about it and know what to look for when you're when you're watching it after that. Because again, I'm that type of person who just googles everything about a movie as as soon as I'm done watching it for the first time. So, uh, yeah. Oh, the the ring I noticed. Yes, the ring. That one was obvious. Yeah. Um, Reference there. King Kong. Yep. Trying to look at the ones that I. <laughs> I just want to see like the just want to see the flying purple people eater <laughs> well no i want to see where it like pans out you know oh like just a and shot of goes. all of it yeah yeah that's right i can't i can't find it right away but um you'll you'll get you'll you'll find it i'm sure it's online somewhere <laughs> oh yeah for sure all right Katie. um oh you have more to say no go ahead oh i was just gonna ask the final question would you survive no. <laughs> and neither would you. Okay, first of all, don't answer for me. I'll, I'll I I know if I would or not. <laughs> okay, would you? Why would you die? Because all of humanity dies. Because of a decision that one person makes. <laughs> would you have killed him? So, would here's you have the killed- thing. This one is tricky. I'm going to put myself in Dana's shoes and I go back and forth on if I would kill Marty or not. It really brings out okay. the Chidi Anagonia in me, if I'm being honest. It's a very philosophical question. Kill one, save yeah. 6.8 billion. 
at the time of filming. Um, <laughs> and I don't know. I think, I think when Sigourney Weaver's character says that like Marty's gonna die either way, I think that might have done it for me. I think I might have killed him. And that is the moment where yeah. like Dana almost does. But here's the thing, and this is why I said I would not survive, <laughs> is because <laughs> I think even if I shot him, there's no way in hell I'm getting out of that compound with all those monsters released. So True. I think I think Dana was dead either way. <laughs> yeah. Unless the director had some like secret headquarters that she could get her out of, in which case maybe, but we don't know that for for, for sure. So I will say I am dead. I am I am dead even if I shot Marty. I don't know yeah. if I would. Well, I mean, and there was that werewolf. Like, odds of you and the director fighting off the werewolf are probably pretty low. Well, here's the thing. If I'm going to shoot someone, I'm doing it. I'm not hesitating and being like, I'm so sorry I have to kill you before I do it. No. Marty wouldn't have even turned around before I fucking blasted that off. So, <laughs> like... <laughs> He'd be on the ground. The director would be like, hey, yo, there's a werewolf behind you. Glack, glack, glack. And then it's done, you know? Yeah. Because I had the Watching that still, scene? So. <laughs> have you seen Hunger Games? Yes. Okay. Watching that scene, I thought she was going to pull like a Alma Coyne kind of thing where she's holding the gun on Marty and she's like crying and she's going to shoot. And then she turns and shoots the director. Yeah. And then they share a joint and the world collapses, but no such luck. Yeah. I like that though. That I, I like, I don't know. I like the ending. You know, it was a good ending. Yeah. I just thought it was going to be different. <laughs> her dying, the director dying. Oh. All right. Well, we both died. What's... Sorry. That's all right. I'm still three behind. <laughs> you are still three behind. <laughs> um, okay, next week is The Conjuring. Why don't you hit me with what you think that's about? <laughs> I mean, it's a paranormal movie. For sure. Yeah, I feel like The Conjuring, you'll probably describe pretty accurately because kind of hard not to know about that universe at this point <laughs> well i really don't okay and what i imagine is the universe of the conjuring is probably the universe of the exorcist sure <laughs> so conjuring yes okay is about is about a woman and her daughter and their names are woman's oh, woman's name is See, I don't even know why I guess names anymore because I already got one right, and that was the coolest thing I've ever done. Um, the woman's name is probably like 35, 40. So, at the time of filming, when did this movie come out? 2013. Okay. Her name is Carol, and her daughter's name is. Nancy. Do I guess Carol a lot? Is her name Carol? Her name is Carolyn. <laughs> oh, I was so fucking close. That was good. That was good. Damn it. Okay, so Carol and Nancy is the daughter. You know what's funny? What? There is a daughter named Nancy. <laughs> you're, you're fucking you're, kidding. Did you Google it? No, I would never. <laughs> Literally, Carolyn... There's more than one daughter, but one of them's Nancy. So I'm right about the daughters too, but okay, I don't I don't know about I don't know about the other daughter. Yeah, Nancy yeah, yeah. is a daughter that I'm imagining. Okay. You know that so, there's a Nancy. <laughs> yeah. Um I imagine that they probably move into a house that's haunted. Okay. And they need to conjure a ghost. It's very witchy. It's very like hereditary. Okay, so they're like, conjuring the ghost. Seancing. Yeah, because they need to dispel it. Okay. There's a priest. There's a priest. And his name is, or her name is. The priest. <laughs> Their name is the priest. Yeah, they, he doesn't have a name. He doesn't need a name. He's just a priest. It's just priest Damien. <laughs> priest Damien. Priest Damien comes and um, he's like, 
because there's all this haunting happening. Yeah, the hauntings is and getting out of hand. Carol's like, Damien, please help us. And Damien's like, the only thing we can do is conjure the ghost. And you all have to be here for some reason that the director made up. Yeah. To advance the plot line. Okay. And um, so they're all there and they conjure the ghost and it, it possesses Nancy. Nancy heals everybody. And that's how it ends. Yes. All right. The Conjuring 2, Nancy's Revenge. Um, (laughs) (laughs) How many are there? There's a ton of them. How many Conjurings? Yeah, aren't there a ton of them? Uh, Are there three out, one coming out? Is that correct? I don't fucking know. Why are you asking me? I think that's right. I think it's okay. I think it's the conjuring, the conjuring two, the conjuring, the devil made me do it. And then but also there's the nun going to be the nun two, also in the same universe. And then there's also the Annabelle sequel uh uh series that is also in this universe. Is Annabelle the daughter that gets possessed? No. Annabelle's a doll. <laughs> oh yeah, I knew that. Um I mean, like, no, you weren't, it wasn't really that accurate, to be honest. The names, spot on. Other than that, uh, there are some hauntings that happen. Um, Okay. Yeah. And I'll leave it that, 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 that. We can can go into it a little blind. And you cannot open up the Wikipedia and read it. No. I'm so mad about Sigourney Weaver. That would have been the best little surprise for me. Yeah, I know. I and hope that you've wasn't. learned your lesson <laughs> on spoiling things for yourself. Yeah. I, I was going to I was even going to say don't look up the cast, but then I knew you'd know that there was like something and I was like that's going to make her 100% look it up. So I just didn't but- say anything. See, that's the thing is when I'm when I'm looking for like specific spoilers, like, oh, is this person about to break his leg? I'm very careful. And I read through sentence by sentence the summary. Yeah. And like I don't spoil anything past that. I just read up to it. Does he break his leg? No, he doesn't break his leg. And then I'm fine. But this time I was like, oh my God, it's Mackenzie Foy, which is not her name, but I was thinking of the right person. In my brain, just not the right name. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. So, like, the one time I was, like, genuinely not even looking for spoilers, I spoiled something. Well. Blame. I think that that's a lesson. <laughs> yeah. Lesson learned. A lesson okay. learned well, in spoiling movies. hmm Yeah. Well, bye. Cut. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that wraps it up for today. If there are any movies you'd like to hear us talk about, please let us know in the comments or shoot us a DM on our socials. Thanks so much for listening. And we hope you'll join us next week when we talk about the movie that sparked an extended horror universe, 2013's The Conjuring. We'll see you then. Bye.